0: Frank, buddy, how's it going? All right. Yeah, I heard you – I saw you tweeting. It's been like a – it's a busy time of year with sports with baseball, playoffs, football,
1: hockey coming up. Yeah, I can't get my hockey preview done in time because of all this. I'm going to try to get – I'm going to get it up by the weekend though. So the season would have started, but nobody cares about the first few games anyway in hockey. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, especially with the – most people will be watching like football or baseball, I guess.
1: It's incredible. but the hockey the, – they have no you got a commissioner who has no clue how to run a sport. <laughs> him and
0: uh him and Goodell trying to see who's the bigger douchebag.
1: Always oh, anything you can do I can do douche <laughs> Anything you can do I can do douchier to you. No you can't. Yes I can. No I can't. Yes I can.
0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Allow Me to Be Frank. My name's is Brendan Tuma. I'll once again be your main host, and I can be found on Twitter at Too Much Tuma. We also now have a Twitter account for this podcast. It's at FrankTheTankPod. Thanks to everyone who followed already, and also thanks to everyone who left a rating or review on iTunes. Frank's been working on his website since 2001. He deserves a bigger audience, and subscribing to iTunes will go a long way to helping our buddy out. Oh yeah, we're also on SoundCloud, too. Tonight, I'm also joined by our producer, Sury Hulme, as well as the man you all came here to listen to, Frank the Tank Fleming. Guys, we got a lot to talk about tonight,
1: a lot going on in sports. It's the craziest time of the year. You got baseball playoffs, you got football in the middle of the season, week five coming up. It's at the quarter point now, so now it's getting real. And now you have the NHL starting this week, you have the NBA starting in two weeks, I mean, October, it's the most wonderful time of the year.
0: Frank, how was your football Sunday? Jay Cutler ruined it. Six mm-hmm. points combined for the Dolphins their past two games.
1: And, and you got to keep in mind that one point, that six point they scored against the Jets, was on the very last play of regulation.
0: Really weird couple two games, because week one, who'd they come out with? They beat the Chargers, I think.
1: Yeah, well, they didn't play that good in that game. They, they won because that Charger kicker, Young Hoku, was just terrible. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Hmm. So like they, they really could have been 0-3 then. Yeah. Um, the highlight of the game for me was the Jay Cutler Wildcat stance when he was like lined up as a receiver outright and like didn't even bother moving.
1: The, I don't understand why they don't put Matt Moore in the game. I just
2: don't. When do you call it quits on Cutler? Because, I mean, he didn't want to be there in the first they, place, They right? should have
1: called it quits already. He does not look like he wants to be there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's apparent. He's handed, The way he's handing off the ball is just weird. I watched uh, the game from the stands last week against the Jets, and he looked like he didn't want to be there. He's moving in slow motion. It's ridiculous.
0: It's just cashing checks.
1: No, he's robbing money is what he's doing. He's what, robbing what? him. <laughs> what has he got from your big storylines? The Pats
0: lost. Deshaun Watson balled out, um, there's some big injuries. What caught your eye, Frank?
1: Well, Pats' defense has been terrible lately, uh, so far. The Giants are a mess. What's funny is this week, the Giants are taking on the Los Angeles Chargers at uh, the Meadowlands, so the uh, Chargers will actually get the uh, experience of playing in front of actual fans. I mean, so far, the Char- to say that the Chargers move to Los Angeles, has to work out, would be an understatement. I mean, the Chargers, nobody in Los Angeles wants you. How do you go to a city where nobody wants you? How do you go to a city where you can't fill the 27,000-seat stadium? They're putting tarps on the seats because they can't sell 27,000 seats for the NFL. That is ridiculous. Do you think that, that move
2: ends up biting the Chargers in the ass, moving to L.A.? Oh, it's already bit him in the ass. But do you think it, I mean, how long until it, it works itself out? Or do you think that, I mean, the Chargers didn't have much of a fan base in, in San Diego and they have even less they of a fan base in They
1: had a fan, fan base in San Diego. But not much of one. No, they, they sold out their games. There was nothing wrong with Qualcomm Stadium. It was just old and they wanted luxury boxes. And, and San Diego wouldn't build it for them because nobody wants to build these millionaire owners' stadiums anymore. So it, it's... So they have to build their own stadium. So they said, no, we're going to go in with the Rams. We're going to pay rent. And we're going to, we don't care if nobody wants us, if, if, we, if, we're, if we're the second banana. They're now, a, they're now the Los Angeles Clippers, essentially. I was I just
0: going to say, that's what the Clippers do with the Lakers,
1: right? They rent from them? Yes. And, well, and again, ironically, the Clippers moved from San Diego.
2: Will the uh, Las Vegas Raiders have that problem or no?
1: No, Vegas Raiders will be big. You think the Raiders are a national team? Mm-hmm. They got a national following. They've always had a national following, and if you put the Raiders in L.A., that team would to be successful. In fact, L.A. I think likes the Raiders more than like even like the Rams. What happened was the biggest mistake the Raiders ever made was moving from Oakland to L.A. The second biggest mistake the Raiders ever made <laughs> was moving from L.A. to Oakland, and because the the, the thirteen years they set, they spent in L.A. They built a fan base. Now the funny thing is the fan base they built was the gangsters. They built they built their fan base in South Central LA. The hood. The hood
0: it was like NWA was super into them.
1: Yeah, oh, especially. Yeah. And Ice Cube. Ice Cube still is a Raider guy. You know what's funny is we're talking about Ice Cube and NWA and everything. I'm doing the on this date the blog, the one I was just working on, is for tomorrow. Tomorrow's the 30th anniversary of the scab games, the replacement player games. When the NFL went on strike in 1987, for three games they used scabs, replacement players, rather than stop the season. And uh, one of the players for the Rams was Suge Knight. No way. Suge Knight played in the NFL for a couple of games. And I actually found clips of him playing football with the Rams that I attached to to the blog.
2: When when does that come out? That's a must. That's a must read, I think. Midnight, midnight, Frank right.
0: I might have got cut off there when you're talking about the paths. Are they still the best team in football, Frank?
1: You know what the thing with the Patriots is? They're two and two. Remember, they were two and two a couple of years ago, and they won the Super Bowl, and everyone yep. was counting them out. The New England Patriots are like Freddy Krueger. Every time you think they're dead, all of a sudden you see that 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 hand coming out of the grave with the uh these Slices on the hands, and all of a sudden they go off and win 10 in a row. And no one's talking about panicking anymore. They're, they're haunting your nightmares, they're slashing you, they're killing you. They're just, just like the sore tooth that never goes away. They're a pain in the ass. They, yeah. You watch, you're gonna have a big run soon. It's everyone's counting on them, they're dancing on the defense. In about three or four games, that defense will be fixed. And they always seem to find a way to fix things.
0: Uh, I would agree. The defense always gets better as it goes along. I mean, I don't think it's ever been this bad. The last year was bad, and like they traded Jamie Collins, and everyone was like freaking out about that. But obviously, it ended up being good enough for a championship caliber defense.
1: Yeah, like I said, they're like Freddy Krueger. Every time you think they're dead, that that glove comes rising from the grave. Yep, I, I would say the AFC
0: though. It's it's got they have a lot more competition. Uh, just how well Deshaun Watson has played. Mm, the Texans have to be considered a legit threat. They almost beat us in Foxborough. The Chiefs did beat us in Foxborough. The
1: Chiefs are legit. Mm, the, the only problem with the Chiefs is Andy Reid's got a bad postseason history, and the Chiefs always find a way to lose that 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 have that have that gut wrenching loss in the playoffs at Arrowhead. Then
0: they lose that all field goal game last year.
1: That was a Against while the ago. No,
0: yeah, last
1: that game ago. too. Yeah, that game yeah. too. There was a game in the uh, 90s. They were the best team in football regular season, 13-3. and three. Is that when they had Montana? No, actually it wasn't. It was the year after he left. Okay. Yeah, it was the year after he left, 1995. The year after he left, I think Elvis Gerback <clears throat> might have been the quarterback. And they went 13-3. and three, And they had a home game at Kansas City. And Lynn Elliott missed like... Four or five field goals, including one to win the game with like thirty from thirty-three yards at the end of the game, and then two years later, dirt again, and lost the home playoff game to the to the Broncos.
0: Um, yeah, the only other note I had for NFL was the Bills surprisingly being three and one. I mean, that's a back-to-back weeks they've beaten the Broncos and the Falcons. Not buying into them as like a contender just yet, but uh, three and the one. Bills seen the Bills always seem
1: to play. The Bills always seem to fade, out it? They played yeah. bit good in the early part of the season, and then they start fading in at the end of October. And then by the December, they're playing out the strength.
0: Uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they lost a few in a row right here and fell out of it. Anything the else you want to hit them in football? The Jets
1: are finding a, a way to go 2-2. Two and two. That's a soccer. And they thought everyone thought they were going to be tanking it. Yeah, the wrong New York team is tanking right now. Well, the Giants are a mess. Their offensive line might be one of the worst offensive lines I've ever seen. They so have the flower far- vase. Air wreck flowers. <laughs> the revolving door. <laughs> <laughs> because this is like that old song. Daddy fed spins me round, round, right, right round. I can't stop anyone. Hey, Eli, look out. <laughs> he got by me. Oops, are you all right?
2: <laughs> all right. So just quarter season NFL awards. MVP right now, I would say uh, Kareem Hunt, Aaron Rodgers, Todd Gurley in no specific order. Any objections? I wouldn't put Kareem Hunt in there. No?
1: No. Why not? I wouldn't put a rookie in the MVP uh, discussion. So he's if- definitely rookie of the year. He's definitely rookie of the year so far. Would you say he can? he's
2: contributing the majority to the Chiefs' success?
1: Um, uh, No, I would say that Alex Smith has uh, been big too. All right, that's fair. Out of those... Choices, I might have to take Todd Gurley because of just how much he's turned the, uh, the Rams around. Is there anyone else you throw in there? Brady, maybe if they turn it around.
2: I would
0: say so, Brady, regardless.
1: We're talking the uh, quarter point, so they haven't. He hasn't played that well so far. Yes. yes, he has. No, well, I mean, well, his team hasn't played that well so far. But I'd say he'd I'd say if they turn around, definitely he'll be in the discussion.
2: Comeback player of the year, I said Keenan Allen, JJ Watt, Gronk.
1: Yeah. Uh especially between Gronk and uh JJ Watt.
2: Defensive rookie of the year, it's kind of tough. No one's really stood out. Uh Malik Hooker leads the league in interceptions. Jamal Adams has been pretty good for the Jets. I said Miles Garrett because I think once he comes back he's going to be pretty good. But uh that's a tough one since I'll take
1: Hooker so far. I'll take Hooker so far.
2: So for offensive rookie of the year, Watson Hunt, maybe Larry Fournette. <clears throat> if Watson continues what he's doing, I think it's just because he's a quarterback, it's got to be him. Didn't Dak did win he? last yeah, Zeke? Yeah, Dak won over Zeke. Defensive player of the year, offensive player of the year, pretty much. It's tough to say at this point. And then coach of the year, I just said Andy Reid, Sean McVay, Doug Peterson, maybe.
1: Oh, like McVay.
2: Yeah, it's got to be him, right? The Rams haven't yeah. really beaten anyone, though. They beat the Colts, lost the oh, Redskins.
1: The- no, no, no. No? You win in Dallas, you impress me.
2: That's a good point. I think they
0: might beat Seattle this
1: week. They always play
2: Seattle tough at home. They usually yes, beat them at home. Yes, they do. So are the Rams legit?
1: Talk to me uh, in four weeks. Talk to right. me in four weeks.
0: Yeah, they're trending in the right direction.
1: Uh, Aaron Judge just put one in the stands. Barely in the stands. The he just put, Yep. Wow. 7-4 Yankees. Wow. Bottom of the fourth.
0: Uh, Fucking Aaron Judge.
1: I tell you, he should be MVP. I I really think he should be MVP in Rookie of the Year. You know the two others that have done that? Oh, easily. Fred Lynn and Ichiro.
0: Yep. I'm just seeing the Judge Homer now. Yeah, that barely left. That place is going nuts, though.
1: The Judge's chambers. (laughs) You know, that's the funnest thing the Yankees have ever done at Dirt Stadium. Yep. I mean, Dirt Stadium is so boring, the new stadium. It was like built for. It was built for the CEO on Wall Street, not for the real fan like Citi Field was.
0: Uh, yeah, we were talking to JJ about that. The Yankees, one of the Yankees guys at Barstool, about how the new stadium is like that. Have you been to the new stadium?
1: Uh, twice. Once for baseball. I actually had it. I wanted to one day go see a Yankee Red Sox game, and I sat in the bleachers for a Yankee Red Sox game, and CC Sabathia threw a one hitter. And that was 2009 season, and this is when CC Sabathia was still CC Sabathia. Mm-hmm. I heard him in the bullpen; you could hear that glove pounding. And then he only pitched eight innings, and of course Mariano came in and got to the, uh, finish the game off.
0: Um, uh, keep trying to move on. Baseballs Mets are in the news right now. Uh, a couple changes. Ray Mir is at the ah, trainer this morning. Hallelujah!
1: <laughs> hallelujah! Hallelujah! hallelujah. Hallelujah, Ray Ramirez is gone. He's gone. Hallelujah,
0: hallelujah, uh, how big Is this going to make a major impact on the Mets pitching injuries?
1: It can't hurt.
0: <laughs> true, true.
1: I mean, this guy was a buffoon. I, I actually didn't think Ray Ramirez is, is not real. I think what happened is a vortex happened. And one day someone's watching TV and a car was specifically watching a cartoon. And off the cartoon came to life in a real formation of a body was Doctor Nick. And he he got hired as the Met's trainer under the name Ray Reg- Rivers. <laughs>
0: Uh, I didn't realize he had been there since two thousand five. It took a while to let him go.
1: Yes, and how, let's 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 remember the 2000, the 2000 Mets. Yep, it's Reyes and Wright. Two thousand six, they were the best team in baseball. They made some good moves. They uh, they signed a lot of good players in two thousand five. They added Carlos Delgado in two thousand six, and they dominated two thousand six. They won that division by like fifteen games. They ended the Braves' long reign. And they just blew through the Dodgers. But things started breaking down near the end of the season. And when I'm talking about things breaking down, I'm talking about their top pitcher, Pedro Martinez. Then they lost El Duque, warming up on the warning track before the LCS, the NLCS.
0: Classic Mets.
1: And Cliff Floyd got hurt. They thought Cliff Floyd was going to be okay. He played the first game of the NLCS, and then he got hurt. And back then, you couldn't replace a player in the NLCS. So they were stuck with a 24-man roster against the Cardinals. Mm. They go seven games, and they lose on uh, Yadier Molina hitting a two-run homer in the ninth inning of Game 7 off Aaron Heilman. They, and they left a big defense like 10 ball away. Robin Scott Rowland. Yep. Rolling. And they just they couldn't win. And, and, uh, and El Duque might have been able to pitch the World Series if they got through there. And mm-hmm. uh, Pedro Martinez... He never was the same after that. He broke that. He actually broke down. He's two thousand six. He, he uh, two thousand seven. He only pitched sporadically, and two thousand eight, that was the end. And in two thousand nine was like this year. The first year at City Field, they had like a ton of injuries. Two thousand ten, a ton of injuries, and, and it's like every year a ton of injuries. Johan Santana broke down under him, and, and David Wright did, broke down under him. And, uh, Carlos Beltran. I'll never forget this. He had uh, He went to Colorado. The Colorado Rockies said the doctor told him you need knee surgery. And the MST doctor says no, you can play through it, and we're not paying for your knee surgery. And then he had to go to the Players Association. Players Association said you better play for the knee surgery. He got the knee surgery, and he said if he didn't get the knee surgery, he would have probably destroyed his career. That's how the medical staff is. The Mets medical staff was inept even before Ray Romero's doubt. 2002, team doctors looked at Mo Vaughn and said, Oh, Mo, he can play. Hit him. Same doctor a year later, Dr. Vladimir Guerrero said, No, you don't want to sign him. He's a risk. Vladimir Guerrero Vaughn broke down, couldn't even bend down to pick up a baseball. It was like it was like he was like a statue. He he, If the ball was hit, torn down in the middle of the plate, he hit it like 500 feet. But if it was hit like uh, anywhere where he couldn't reach, it was a strikeout. And if he hit a ball on the ground, he could ground the ball. He could possibly ground out to the left fielder. I mean, that's how slow he was. I mean, you had to hit the ball. I saw him. He couldn't score from second base on the ball to hit off the center field wall. And then they don't sign Vladimir Guerrero, who only wins an MVP in Anaheim after Mm -hmm. that. So the team doctor approves Mo Vaughn. And disapproves Vladimir Guerrero. That's ineptness. That's incompetence.
0: Uh, does this change your outlook for the Mets
1: next year at all? No, they're not going to sign any free agents. They're going to they're going to run it on a the cheap. They're going to hire Bob Guerin, who's going to bore everyone to death, or they're going to, or even worse, Brad Ausmus, or or some manager that sucks, Chip Hale, instead of going for someone young and exciting like Alex Cora.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, a lot of Boston fans want Alex Cora.
1: I won't be surprised to see John Farrell get
0: fired. Now, if we if we like got swept in the division series or something, he could be out of here.
1: I have a prediction for the Red Sox. They they're not going to get swept, but I think they're going to lose to the, the uh, Astros.
0: How many and games?
1: Four or
0: five. Yeah, there's yeah. uh we're definitely underdogs. I would say.
1: And, and uh, uh, here's my prediction: you're going to have a new DH next year, or for <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: that's the. Uh, we don't have a lot of free. Like we're pretty much bringing the whole group back, except for like Mitch Morland and a couple other guys. But yeah, Hanley has not had the year we needed him to have. And you
1: might have to trade Devers to get him. To get who? Miguel Cabrera will be a Boston Red Sox next year, right? Down so? there. why?
0: Because the Dabrowski connection. Of course. Yeah, we. Heard, I've heard that link. He was Cabrera towards the end of this year. there was like a shell of himself.
1: Yeah, but uh, so it was. Uh... Justin Verlander, but he uh, took off once he went to Houston. I mean, that's when true. you're playing for a Tiger team but there's no one around you anymore, it's clearly rebuilding. The, uh, the Tigers need to get rid of that contract, and the only team I can see jumping on it is is the Red Sox.
0: Yep, Nebraska is the one who made that big trade for him to get him to Detroit.
1: And he was good in Detroit, but I, I totally see uh, uh, Miguel Cabrera in the Red Sox uniform next year.
0: Uh, sticking with the round one previously, you said you like Astros over the Red Sox. Mm, you have any other predictions in the series you like?
1: Well, I like Cleveland whoever uh, against whoever wins this wildcard yep. game. I think the, the Yankees will good. win. I think the Yankees will win. They're up now 5-4. to four. It's only the end of the third inning. It's two seven, hours two. in the game, and it's the end of the third inning.
0: They're having to bull- burn their bullpen just to even get there.
1: Yeah, that's gonna Severino going one third of an inning is not going to help. They could bring Severino back now earlier, I guess. Yeah, but so here's my prediction: sweep. Indians, no sweep matter them. who wins this game.
0: Okay, I could see it.
1: National uh, League. I like the uh, Rockies to upset the Diamondbacks in the wild game. Okay. And I put that prediction up by the way. I like the Dodgers, and I like the uh, Cubs over the Nationals. Just Nationals just don't win playoff games. And Dusty Baker never wins clinching games. Here's my prediction: the Cubs lose the first two games, and then the, the, and the, Na- the, the Nationals win the first two games, I should say, and the Cubs come back and win the next three, extending Dusty Baker's failure at winning clinching games to infinite That's
0: uh, that's the most interesting round one series to me. We just there hasn't been for a defending world champion for as young as the Cubs are. There hasn't been a lot of talk about them. It's been like which strange. I think they
1: like, which I think they like.
0: Yep. I think it's good for them. At the same time, I think they might just be out of gas. They've now had two long postseason runs. All the emotion that went in last year. There's a lot more marks in the year ago. Well, they,
1: clo- they coasted through the half, first half of the season. Yeah, they were 40 Play in the second half. I just think somehow the Nationals are going to choke again.
0: Uh, yeah. It definitely hurts now. Like with Schurz's injury, they don't know if he's going to pitch game two, game three. But um, betting, betting against Washington in October has proven to be a successful strategy before.
1: Well, you want me to go over the NBA um, Major League Awards or anything else? Um, yeah,
0: sure. we can if you want. Hit us with, like, MVPs and Cy Youngs. We don't have to do the managers.
1: All right. Well, rookie – yeah, well, I can do managers. I think right. manager of the year National League is Tori Lavello of the Diamondbacks. Sox Paul should have Molitor. kept him. Paul Molitor is going to win it in the American League. Rookies of the year are, are no-brainers. Bellinger and Judge. they if 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 they don't win it unanimously, I'll be shocked.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cy Young, Cy Young in the National League. I'm taking Kershaw, 18 and four. I know he he didn't pitch much down the last two months of the season, but he was 18 and four and still had like the second best ERA in baseball. And and the uh, American League Cy Young is going to be uh, Kluber. Uh-huh. Who was also Maybe. 18 and four and had the best ERA in baseball? I mean, Chris Hale had the strikeouts, but Kluber just had the uh, better numbers, I think, overall.
0: Yeah, Kluber missed time too. He missed the entire month of May, I think.
1: Yeah, and he went 18 and four, and is... finished second in strikeouts. Had like a 2.24 ERA, and in the uh, MVP race, National League is like is like is like ridiculously wide open. I'll take Nolan Arenado. And uh, I'm actually going to take Aaron Judge over uh, Jose Altuve. It's very close, I think, between the two of them. But I just like the power numbers that Judge presents. The OPS. And, you know, the only stat that Altuve has over Judge is war. (laughs) And you know how I feel about that stat. War! What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. War! Um, ah, good God, y'all. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. I say RBIs is the most important. Slugging percentage and OPS. Wins and losses and ERA. But don't come around with that wins or replacement because I say war. Oom, um, God, good God, y'all. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. God bless you. Every time I hear someone say Whoa, "war" on TV or wins over replacement, I just cringe. I despise that stat so much. It's like the Pythagorean theorem. Now they're coming out with, well, under the Pythagorean theorem, their record's actually four and zero. Oh. Uh, the, the guy on the ESPN Radio over here. Don LaGreca tore into the Pythagorean Derham. No, the Pythagorean, you, your record, you saying saying the, the Giants record under the Pythagorean Derham is 3-1. and one. And it's like, no, they're 0-4. They suck.
0: <laughs> yeah, that guy went on a rant talking about the O-line.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Pythagorean Derham. If, if you're talking about war and the Pythagorean Derham, you're not a sports fan. I mean, uh, we want real stats, real stats. What we see with our eyes, not just like, just like magic number that they come out of the air with.
0: Um, okay, let's hit you with some Twitter questions. Uh, so we tweeted out. We got some good responses. First response was stop laughing unnecessarily, and that was directed towards me. And Frank, I'm sorry about this. We got 16 iTunes ratings. 15 of them were five stars, and one was four stars because one of them said I laughed too much. Hmm. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Anyone listening, like it's it's just it's funnier in real time, but I'll work on it. Cause I got a, I got a a few of those responses, so we'll work on that. <laughs> All right, first sports question. How are you feeling about the depth how are you feeling about the devils with hockey
1: coming? Uh it's gonna be tough for them to get in the playoffs this year. I'm gonna do my NHL preview sometime by the end of the week. I know the season starts tomorrow, but I just can't get it done. It's just too much to do between everything I do. But I'm going to get it done eventually by the end of the weekend. And uh, I think the Devils are going to be near the playoffs. Near, they're going to battle for a wild card spot. They're in a tough division, too, which doesn't help. The Atlantic division uh, sucks. The Metropolitan division is, is top notch. But I think they could battle for a playoff spot and maybe slip in as the last seed. Eko's going to be rookie of the year. He's going to win the Calder.
0: Uh, that was from Larry Three at Sorry Sixty Nine Sixty Nine. Next question: Tom Gowan, at Tom Gowan Ninety Two. Why does Frank sleep in shifts? Is Da Vinci sleep?
1: Da I Vinci mean, sleep? Da Vinci sleep. What's that? Well, you sleep like four, three or four hour shifts, and it's, it's, uh, it's supposed to be it's, better for you. That's what Leonardo da Vinci did. So if it worked for him, it works for me. Uh, so what I do is. I work a nine to five job as a court clerk, uh-huh. so I, uh, I I and I'm working on my website to two o'clock, so I'm going to bed maybe two thirty, so I I sleep four hours and then I get home, I have uh, dinner, and then I sleep another three hours and I work on my website to two o'clock. That's oh. the way I get everything to work out.
0: It's a busy schedule. Um, Next question, Paul Harmon at Cheese Doodles. Uh, Who would you like to see as the new Mets manager and what do you think needs to be done to ensure a successful 2018 season? We kind of already talked about that. You like Alex Cora, you said?
1: Uh, Yeah, Alex Cora is one of the names I like uh, because I've heard some names mentioned. I don't want Chip Hale. I don't want Bob Guerin. I don't want the uh, hitting coach, Kevin Long. I don't want them to promote within. I want them to bring in someone young and dynamic, Uh, Ron Garnheider would be fine, but I don't like, he might be a little old. I like Alex Cora. He's young, dynamic. Uh, Gabe Kapper, I've heard might be an interesting name, but for some reason, I like Cora that I like, I think he might be the best choice.
0: Um, I like that. You don't want to bring back Bobby V.
1: If he wasn't 70, (laughs) I mean, Bobby V two, 20 years ago was a great manager. I think he's the best manager the Mets had since I've been a fan. He was definitely better than Bob than uh, Davey Johnson. The team won despite Davey Johnson. I liked uh, Bobby V a lot, but I just don't think now. I just think he's too old now. He's out of touch. He was an epic disaster with the Boston Red Sox, and I knew that was going to be a failure too. He is better off with the the young, scrappy, spare part players instead of the veterans or set in their ways. And when they brought him in after the fried chicken and beer incident to, like, uh, bring discipline, you knew that was not going to work.
0: Um, mile High Mets. At Mile High Mets. Frank, how much salt is too much salt?
1: When it starts to taste like acid, then you know you <laughs> added too much salt. Uh, I
0: got one more here. Other than... Jersey in New York City. Where would Tank like to live, and why?
1: I would say Florida, but it's too damn hot down there during the summer. I'd have to at least uh, only go down there during the winter or mm. spring training. Uh, when it's, well, it's better during the winter because you don't freeze your ass off. But in the summer, I can't live down there. It's too damn hot. Maybe maybe Florida, other than you know, in the winter.
0: You'd be going to Dolphins games. <laughs>
1: Just crying yeah. in the sun. Well, I only did that this year once. <laughs> yeah, so but you know what the Dolphins did two years ago? They what? put up a canopy at uh, – this stadium's had so many damn names. It's now Hard Rock Stadium. That's, I mean, you want to talk about a stadium with an identity crisis. The Dolphins Stadium. It was Joe Robbie Stadium. Then Pro Player Park. Then Pro Player Stadium. The Dolphins stadium. Then Dolphins Stadium. Then Dolphin Stadium. In Landshark Stadium. Then SunTrust Stadium. now Hard Rock Stadium.
0: We'll do one more. This is from Thad. At Thad Bow. Uh, I'm going to need a candy Mount Rushmore. So, like, your top four candies.
1: Well, the king of the mountain. And it only comes out a couple of times a year. Sometimes it comes out in Halloween. But it's usually associated with Easter. Is the Cadbury Cream Egg. Oh,
0: Cadbury Eggs are so good. The mini ones?
1: I like the I like the big ones. I like them all. <laughs> but that is the king of the mountain. Then after that I would go uh I go with the Milky Way. I go with the uh Kit Kat and then depending on the mood I'm in, maybe I'll go with the uh Reese's peanut butter Cup.
0: So so you're a chocolate guy. Yes. Yeah. Um yeah, th- those are probably the big ones. You got Reese's in there. Um, Snickers, I guess that doesn't have to make the cut. Nah, uh, Cad- Cadbury eggs, that's a good call. I like that.
1: I like uh I, but also just missing the cut are, are things like Twix, Three Musketeers, M&M's, uh, Skittles.
0: Um, all right, yeah, so that's what we got for questions. And hopefully we can keep getting more and more questions, guys, both sports-related or, like, food-related or just, like, nonsense-related. Hit us with anything you got um sorry you have some trivia lined up
2: yep okay so it's kind of same format just uh first one to answer all right first question with seven touchdown passes in his first four games three as a starter deshaun watson is on pace to break the rookie record for touchdown passes set by russell wilson with 26 there are only two rookie quarterbacks before 2011 in the top 10 of passing touchdowns by a rookie who are they Dan Marino, no. Peyton, Peyton's one. Elway, nope. He's outside the top ten too. Andrew Luck, nope. Favre, nope. I can give you the year if you want it. All uh, right, yeah. Eighty-six. Jim Everett, no. You got the first name right. Plunkett, no. You're <laughs> you're right there.
0: Frankie, you got it.
1: No, I can't think
0: of a
2: Jim –
1: other than Jim Everett.
2: All-time great. Jim Kelly.
0: Oh, fuck me. Come on. You know
1: what? You know why I don't consider you – he's not a rookie. Why? (laughs) He played in the USFL. That counts.
0: Yeah, this was a fake trivia question. You're talking
1: to someone who's a USFL fan. I got a a Jersey General's pennant hanging above me. How long did he play in the USFL? One year? Two years? Two years, he was yeah. the top quarterback, eighty four, eighty five, mm-hmm. and then he got traded to the Generals, and then the league folded, and then he went to the, the Bills. He threw like he threw like four thousand yards in the in the USFL. He was MVP one year. All right, so he had a leg up on the competition his rookie year, I guess. Yes, yeah, he, he, he would not have counted him as a rookie. I don't think they could have counted him as a rookie because he played two years. Yeah, you did Generals with nothing.
2: They counted,
1: they counted him, Frank. They counted him. <laughs> you see, they, just, they always disrespected the USFL.
2: It was a <laughs> legit league. All right, next question. The record for most combined home runs in a season by two teammates 25 years or younger was set this year by Judge and Sanchez with 85. Whose record did they break? And I can give you a hint if you want it. A Rod and Griffey. Nope. Lynn and Rice? No. It was in the last 10 years. Jeez, these last 10 year things always Oh, dumb. Fielder and Braun. Yes, got it.
1: You yeah, just steroids helping. Next question.
2: Jose Altuve became the fifth player since 1947 with four straight 200 hit seasons. Name two other members of that group, and there's four total. Uh, Wade Boggs. There's one. Michael Tony Young. Young. Michael Young, there's another. Tony Gwynn. Nope. Derek Jeter. Nope. Ichiro. Yes. Michael Young and Ichiro. Kirby Puckett was the last one. Todd Gurley joined two other players in league history with 575 yards from scrimmage and seven touchdowns in their first four games. Who
1: are they? O.J. Simpson. Nope. (laughs) You love O.J. O.J. Simpson had a season where he ran for 2,000 yards. First ever to do it. Uh... And he did it in a 14-game season, too. Wow. Jim Brown? Jim Jim Brown has won. There's the greatest running back of all time, let me tell you.
2: Better than Barry Sanders? Way better. What if Barry Sanders played the extent of his whole career?
1: How many years do you think Jim Brown played? I don't know. How many years? He retired retired from the set of the uh, Dirty Dozen, a movie he was making as an actor. He played only like 9, 10 years. Yeah, in fact, no. Let me see. His first year was fifty-seven. He retired in sixty-five. So yeah, he only played nine years. He might have played, played less than Sanders. He played less than Sanders. And when right. he and back then they played ten, they played eleven, twelve game seasons back then. And uh, he was like still top ten, wow. the all-time running yards. And he had, and we're talking when he played 10, 12 games. There was only one season he didn't lead the league in rushing. In his nine years. All right, I take Sorry. it back. He's the GOAT.
2: <laughs> You're right, Frank. What player hit the most home runs in the 1980s?
1: Most home runs in the 1980s.
2: Mike Schmidt. Yes. This one's a little obscure, and maybe you guys will can team up for it. What MLB teams don't use the colors red and blue in their team colors? A's. There's one. Oh, there's red Diamondbacks? And blue. Uh, no. They don't even use red. Oh, the new ones use Red. Rockies. Rockies, yep, there's two. White Sox? Yeah, there's one. Orioles? Yep. Astros? Nope. Pirates? There's one. One more. Giants? Got it. What pitcher holds the record for most consecutive scoreless innings pitched? Earl Hershiser. Got it. 59. There you go. What year? 88. Yep, nailed it. All right. That's all I got. I don't know what the that's score was. Solid questions. I
0: think I won again.
2: I think so. Come on, Frank.
0: <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I wasn't keeping track. <laughs> okay, so moving forward again, uh, that was trivia. Frank, you want to give us a preview of what you're working on for on this date this
1: week? All right. Well, it's a lot of postseason stuff this week. Yep. Uh, the one that's upcoming at midnight is going to be the, uh, the uh, NFL scabs. But I got uh, looked back at Mariano. Mariano's failing in the uh, his first attempt to save a big game in the playoffs. What year was that? Ninety-seven.
0: And he blew the save.
1: Yes, against Cleveland.
0: Yeah, that Cleveland team was stacked, right? The lineup wasn't it like Manny hitting sixth.
1: Yep, uh, he gave up a home run to to Sandy Alomar Jr. If I'm not mistaken. And it was like his only like failure until the 2001 World Series. Yep.
0: Yeah, He had a couple – for all the success he had, he had the 01 World Series blown save, and then he had the blown save against the Sox in 04.
1: When Dave Roberts barely was safe. You know, if they had replay, maybe he would have been out at second <laughs> base. Maybe. Think about that, and that would have changed history. Yep. Uh, look back to the 47 World Series. I'm going to look back at the Devils' first win uh look back at uh the uh, 77 ALCS those are among the serious stories i'm going to be working on
0: do you plan the whole week out in advance
1: sometimes i do that helps me uh get things together
0: uh where does hockey rank for you in like sports like is baseball number 1 and then football and hockey yes not not as big into basketball
1: no especially how basketball goes all these days the nba sucks
2: you don't like the NBA? You
1: know, uh, it sucks. Why? Because it, 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 it's always the same damn teams in the friggin' finals. You got players arranging the, uh, you're gonna have LeBron James fixing it to be on the fucking Lakers next year. I, and I hate the Lakers. I hate the Lakers <laughs> so much. Why? I did not like Magic Johnson. I did not like the Showtime Lakers. I was a bird guy. And it's just like they always seem to get their way to the Lakers. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, and add to the fact that those are the ad those are the that's who's suing me, that's who's threatening to sue me is the friggin' Lakers. Why? Is that for real? Because I used a picture of Jerry Bus.
0: No way. Oh wait, is yes. this what you've been tweeting about? Your lawyer or the lawyer calling you?
1: Yes, he's a friggin' Laker guy.
0: Because you used a picture of Jerry Bus in a blog.
1: On I Twitter? do. Yeah, um, I do my immemorial section, and I uh when he died, I used a picture on here of him.
2: That's outrageous. So you're giving a memorial service for bus and they're threatening to sue you.
1: Yeah, they want to, they want to settle for fifteen thousand.
2: All right, make sure this is real, Frank, because this could be some guy trying to scam you. Settle for fifteen thousand? <laughs> it sounds like a scam.
1: Well, they said if I don't respond, they're gonna send a lawsuit and a cease and desist.
2: Call their bluff.
0: You have to have um have you contacted uh like Dave about getting his dad to help you?
1: Well, I've sent it to a couple of lawyers looking at it, so we'll see what they could do. Got
2: to be bullshit. You don't think this year has a little more parity than other years? I think the Thunder are going to be good. I'm all in on the Clippers this year. Clippers? Yeah. I think <laughs> this is
1: I think this is the year they, <laughs> they, Sorry,
2: stop. They, they finally make the jump. No Chris Paul. It's the Ewing theory.
1: They get better without uh, him. Yeah, ask the Knicks if they got better with Patrick Ewing. <laughs> we are the New York Knicks. Bam, bam. We are the New York Knicks. Someone just brought a uh and people are are outraged at this. that the uh, when uh, uh, an advertising campaign attacking the Knicks, are you ho and it's are you hopeless? And it's got pictures of the Knicks on there. Sit in this seat if you blame Charles Dolan, James Dolan. Sit in this seat if you blame Phil. Sit in this seat if you uh, blame Melo. Free Charles Oakley. They had to take that down. They got in trouble for that. Which is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, we are such a... This is why we're a bunch of wusses. The Knicks, be, the Knicks need to be a man. That's why I hate the Knicks. Of all the New York teams, I hate the Knicks. I, I actually revel in their misery. I mean, my nets aren't very good either. But at least, at least the, Knicks, the Knicks... The Knicks just have absolutely no sense of humor. They got an owner that's a jackass. I hear this year they're going to... Dr- it's going to be a new tradition at the Garden. Every year, they're going to drag a Knicks legend out by his ear. Your Nets guy, not Knicks? No, not the Knicks. I just, the Knicks just annoy me. And uh, what was great was that Phil Jackson was a total failure at the Knicks. And you know what's funny is, you know that Geico commercial with the guy with the triangle? You ever see the Geico commercial at the concert and the guy's playing the triangle? Every time I see that commercial, I see Phil Jackson being uh, becoming that guy's groupie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're
0: running a little over an hour here, so we can wrap up. Um, So this is episode two in the books. Again, if anyone's listening, if you want to help uh, support Frank, uh, we're going to be on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. Um, Anything else you want to touch on, Frank? Anything you want to plug? Your periscopes?
1: Uh, That's it. Maybe I'll do – I don't know if I'll do any periscopes tonight or not, but I'll be doing them throughout the playoffs and, of course, on NFL Sunday in the Witching Hour.
0: All right, good looks. And yeah, with that, we'll, we'll be back next week.
1: And I'll have my NHL preview up so eventually. Okay. <laughs> we'll hold you to that eventually. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Right, thanks, Frank.
2: Thanks, Frank.